Hello listeners and welcome to this new episode of Your B-Side, so the podcast that will tell us more about our guest today, Mike. Hey Mike, welcome. Thanks Jeff, thanks for having me. So Mike, you know this podcast, so you know the, the, the logic behind this podcast here, so you're gonna first of all talk about your A-Side, so what's your uh, company today, what's your job position, and then obviously we're gonna switch to your B-Side. Sure. Okay. Um, so um, my name is Mike Nicholson. Um, I am the founder of a company called Six Cells, um, S-I-X-S-E-L-L-S. Um, and we are um, a, a small but perfectly formed people marketing agency. Okay. Um, what, what we do is we work with senior executives inside media, advertising and technology businesses across the entire world. And we um, we offer social networking training um, and also ghostwritten content for those executives so they can deliver consistent messages frequently via platforms such as LinkedIn, Twitter, etc. Okay, very clear. So anyone that is interested by knowing more about your service can contact you at Six Cells. You have a yeah. website, so Felix, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I basically live on LinkedIn, so you can connect <laughs> with me on LinkedIn and message me there. I can confirm. I see you so often there, so good. <laughs> yes. Great. Thanks, Mike. Very, uh, very understandable. Um, now we switch to your B side. So we'll start with sports. I think sport is at this one of these is something very important within your life. So can you tell us about what sports you do, what sports you like watching as well? Yeah, I feel it's slightly unfair timing um, because my favorite <laughs> sport is football. Um, yeah. And for those maybe listening in the future, this is being recorded about three days after England lost to France yeah. um, in the World Cup, um, uh, having been the better team and having been robbed. No, I, I'm, I'm joking. Well, I, no, I'm not joking about being the better team, but we, we can leave it there. <laughs> so football has pretty much been my B-side, I guess, my life outside of, um, outside of any work. From a very young age, um, I played and supported. Um, I have two... Well, if you include England, three footballing loves, I guess. I have Sutton United, who spent 123 of their 124 years as a non-league team okay. before uh, being promoted to the Football League in England um, season before last. Uh, I have Liverpool, who um, everyone will probably know and have played many French teams uh, in the past. Um, St Etienne being quite a famous final back when I was a very small child um, and um, England I guess and I um, am a supporter of football and those three teams I'm also a coach at Sutton United for the under 16s um, I am a sponsor of Sutton United I'm a volunteer at, sponsor, uh, at Sutton United I'm a marketer for Sutton United and many other things as well that I've probably have forgotten about. So yes, yeah. it's pretty much pretty much football. I also like tennis and golf, um, but very dominated by football. Okay. Well I think we'll have some time to come back to football later in the in the episode here. But yeah, okay. So yeah, you have and I'm just sending you virtual tissues uh, for, for, for the game again uh, last week. Very sorry about yeah. this, but just I was going to wear my England shirt uh, just to you know go uh, get the get the full punishment from you, but um you know, I decided against it at the last moment. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, we'll switch now to uh, to movies and cinema. So, what favorite movies? What are movies you can rewatch like multiple times here? Yeah, it's it's such a such a hard question because I must have seen thousands of movies in my in my life to date, um, and it's it's really hard to sort of like picking out one or two. I mean, I I, I can do Jerry Maguire for some reason, uh, yeah. a Tom Cruise film uh, about a sports agent that always sticks with me. 
um, which um, I can get some stick for sometimes because some people would call that a chick flick. They would say that was a bit, like a bit of a rom-com type film, and um, yeah, but I just really liked it. Um, Star Wars, I can watch um, from from episode one to nine, and then back to one and to nine again. I can watch that until um, you know in, until we run out of time. Um, I love Top Gun, so there's I guess there's a Tom Cruise um, theme running here. Um, I also liked Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze. Okay. Um, I loved Murder in the First as well, which was Kevin Bacon. Uh, it's quite a dark film. Um, yeah, so so I'd say they're my favourites probably. But if you asked me again in a few days' time, I'd probably give you a, a different set of answers. Different list. And, and being a father as well helps uh, rewatching all these classics, right? So Star Wars, I guess you watch them with your son, make them discover with your son as well. So yeah, that's uh, also a good yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't like them as much as I did, and oh, yeah? I find that very upsetting because like the first <laughs> Star Wars when I was a child is just still magical, even though it's like it was made in the 70s. I can still watch that and get totally immersed into it and into the characters, and I just think it's brilliant. But uh, he was uh, he was less enthused, which was a, it was a real shame, I think. Okay. Missing out there. What about TV series then? TV series. So I'm watching um, The Following at the moment, which okay. is um, uh, on Connected TV. It's on one of the Amazon uh, Freevee, I think it's called, the, the channel. Um, it's about a serial killer with a, a following of a cult following, and um, there's I think there's three series where we watched it once when it first came out, and we're kind of, kind of rewatching it because we quite liked it. That's also got Kevin Bacon in it, um, as did Murder in the First. Um, and I'm watching um, I watched a couple of things recently which have been out for a really long time, but I've never got round to watching. Uh, one of which is The American Office. Okay. I'm a huge fan of the UK Office, and I can uh, I could probably add that to the things that I could watch again and again and again. Um, but I never got into the um, – I tried the first few episodes of The American Office and never really got into it. Anyway, I pushed through that recently, and I really enjoyed it. So that that was excellent. And the other one is The Big Bang Theory. I don't oh, know I love you, it. Yeah, you love, love that, yeah. yeah. So they're, they're, um, Sheldon in that has me roaring with a laugh <laughs> sometimes with his uh, kind of slightly OCD, uh, overly intellectual ways. But, um, yeah, that's so so I would say those two probably. And have you watched The Young Sheldon, which is the, uh, I'd say the, the, the prequel of uh, Big Bang Theory, where we follow oh my the goodness, adventure? No, no, well, yeah. that's what's going on the list right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean Sheldon's by far the best character in that in that entire show. He, as I say, you they, it can it can sort of float along and be okay, oh, be okay, and then suddenly yeah. you're absolutely in stitches with something that he does. So. The Young Sheldon. Thank you for the tip. Yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix at least here in Canada, so I don't in the UK, but yeah, it's 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 amazing. It's really good, and and actually the uh, the actor playing Sheldon in the Big Bang Theory is doing the voiceover, uh, so he's still there somehow as part of the two series. So that's yeah. that's amazing. Fabulous. And uh, have you watched as as a coach, a football coach? Have you watched Ted Lasso on uh, Apple TV Plus or not yet? I have. Yeah, I did okay. like Ted Lasso a lot. Um, okay. Yeah, that was very funny. A bit cheesy, but uh, not in a bad way, you know. I, yeah, I think that was very good. I think there's a, um, in fact, funnily enough, like Joe, who works with me, is very good friends with the chairwoman in that show. Um, she okay. lives locally to me. Her kids go to school locally. Um, I've not yet met her, but uh, I, I'll have to get on to Joe to to make that happen. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I think series three is being made at the moment, isn't it? And it should be out. Um, I'm not entirely sure when. Early next year, I think. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, let's switch to music. I'm sure one of your favorite band might be French right now, or not? <laughs> no, I don't think they are. No, they, they tend to be um, from Northern England okay. or America. <laughs> um, so my favorite ever band would probably be Oasis okay. um, in terms of the number of times I've seen them live. 
Um, but I love Interpol, uh, who are a band from New York. Okay. Um, I love Ride. I love the Stone Roses. Um, I love Foles, really love Foles a lot. Um, uh, and, and so many others. Um, so it's kind of like alternative rock type music, but if you if you think Oasis, Stone Roses, and um, think about that sort of genre, I don't go too far from that. That said, my Spotify Wrapped came out um, uh, just a week or so ago, and I had the the bands that I've just mentioned, and then Mozart, would you believe, was in the top five. Okay, and I was quite confused about that. I'm thinking, how has that worked? And I and I realised that sometimes when I'm writing um, at work. I put my headphones on and I put classical music on and the start of that playlist is always Mozart, which is why Mozart's been catapulted into my five top artists. Who knew? Okay. <laughs> I was about to say maybe you've been hacked by your son, right? Or your son is using your account. I, I did wonder uh, uh, initially. I was like, how has that happened? I don't remember <laughs> even listening to Mozart, but it was just um, generic classical, but obviously by Mozart without me realizing. Yeah. Mozart is great. So it's a good, good choice. Okay, uh, book you're currently reading or you've just read? Um, I'm currently, um, well, I've just read a book um, by Sam Tatum, which is called um, um, Evolutionary Thinking. It's all about behavioral science and how we can uh, learn to solve new problems with old ideas, essentially. And okay. I very much recommend that. Um, Sam Tatum is the head of behavioral science for Ogilvy, a big advertising agency. Okay. Um, and it's an excellent book. And in fact, if I may just mention my podcast, I interviewed Sam on, on my podcast, the Six Oz podcast. Uh, and I'm currently um, reading a book called Decoded, The Science Behind Why We Buy. Yeah. Um, and it's a similar theme. Um, I've worked in media and advertising for um, 25 plus years. And um, so that, that sort of stuff really interests me. And it's and it's talking again, it's talking about the um, the science behind why how advertising translates into memories, which translates into action when we go to the uh, to the shops, uh, essentially in in in, uh, in in short. So yeah, so that's what I'm reading at the moment. Okay, good, perfect. Um, podcast, yeah, you may mention your podcast actually because I guess that's one of the podcasts you listen to. What else? What else can you share in terms of podcast listening? Yeah, my favorite podcast is very popular um and it's um Stephen Bartlett's a diary of the CEO he has some amazing guests on there okay. uh, really open up and and tell stories from their um past so similar to what you're doing with them um, with the b-side um but with you know like not just nobody's like me but you know people like <laughs> Stephen Fry and Peter Crouch and um, people like that and you get to hear their kind of their backstory and, and what made them into the person that they're in uh, that they are now and uh, yeah so I really really love that one um, I tend to um, listen to some like listen to the Mad Tech podcast which is um, by Exchange Wire um, sometimes listen to the IAB podcast I tend to listen to podcasts mostly for work reasons okay. I love um I love Jordan Peterson, and I've read his books. I would probably add that to the books that I've read recently, um, 12 Rules for Life. He's a clinical psychologist, if you've not heard of him. In fact, he's based in Canada. He's, he's a, a Canadian fellow. Incredibly smart guy and really good at explaining how our minds work and how mm -hmm. to you know, to sort of hack that, if you like, for want of a better term, to, to have a, um, a more productive life. Um, his podcast goes a little bit too intellectual for me. If I'm going to be honest, I tend to get a little bit lost in the podcast, but the books and the videos on YouTube, absolutely love the man. I think he's, uh, he's incredible and he does a lot of good 
um, good work and, and helps a lot of what he would describe as disaffected men who are a little bit lost in the world and feel a little bit lonely and are not really sure what um, what they should be doing. He, he kind of helps them to sort their life out um, okay. for want of a better, better term and get, get on a good track. So, yeah, um, his podcast, although... I would say I'd listen to it, but sometimes I glaze over a little bit and think he's gone a little bit too deep for my uh, for my <laughs> intellect to follow there. Okay, noted. Uh, we're going to switch to some memorable, uh, some memories. Uh, so a trip that you've done that uh, that 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 stays in your mind, basically, uh, that could also have an impact on your life. So what can you share here? I think it's football yeah. related, right? Um, Everything's football related with me at some point in the uh, in the conversation, as you know, Jeff. So I'll give you one good one and one bad one. So the well, one no, they were both good. They were both good trips, but there was a, there was an element of bad in one. So um, my honeymoon, um, my wife and I um, went for a week in Florida and a week in Saint Lucia. And um, when we were leaving America, two days later, September the eleventh happened, and my mum and dad happened to be in New York that weekend. So that was the kind of bad side to oh, that trip, yeah. if you like. But memorable. St. Lucia was amazing, um, beautiful island, amazing food. And um, yes, I had a lovely time there. The football related one um, would probably be a trip to uh, Dortmund's Westfalen Stadium, Stadium in Dortmund yeah. uh, in 2001 when Liverpool played the Spanish side Alaves in the, um, in the UEFA Cup final. Uh, the game finished 5 4. Uh, as an absolute thriller. I five, couldn't four. even five four. Yeah, I couldn't even speak afterwards. I had a headache from shouting and screaming so much, um, <laughs> and I just had to go back to my hotel room. Uh, I, I was I was hoping because we won the game five four. I was hoping to celebrate and go out into uh, to Dortmund, and but I was just exhausted and I went back. And the good news, which is not normally good news, but um, I was flying with Lufthansa, who the next day went on strike, so we got an extra day out in uh, in Dortmund. <laughs> So then I once I'd recovered and slept, then I went out to um, uh, to celebrate. And it was amazing. I had my Liverpool scarf and, and whatever. And every bar that you walk into would just erupt as soon as you walked in with cheers. And the German fans were so welcoming and fun. And they were swapping scarves and the rest of it. So that was an incredible trip. Um, from the moment we got there, um, the whole of Dortmund's kind of city centre was um, uh, basically a concert. They set up an enormous stand with big speakers um, really friendly, really great atmosphere um, from start to finish. So I'd say that that would be right up there. Great, amazing memory. And that does the link right with your uh, your passion hobbies. So you talked about being a football coach. Uh, so you, a lot, football is all over your life, as you said here. What else do you have in your, uh, I would say, checklist and to-do list for the upcoming uh, months and years? Uh, what, what are other things that you want to do and uh, you're planning on doing? Um. Well, I want to grow the business. Um, yep. Six Girls launched four years ago, and uh, two of those years were through COVID. So obviously yep. growth is quite tough for a, a brand new business when everyone's locked in their front room. Um, so I want to grow that to um, the point that it, it delivers um, the kind of lifestyle that that you know that we want. Um, from a football point of view, I'm coming to kind of a crossroads really on the coaching side of things. I've been coaching at Sutton United for 10 years, mm -hmm. um, uh, started under sevens. And as I say, I'm, I'm currently looking at under 16s at the moment. But the boys section at Sutton United finishes at under 16s. So this is my last season that I have anything planned for. And then I have to decide whether I want to um, manage an under 18s team or perhaps go back to the beginning and start with another under sevens team or maybe have a break. So I'm not, I haven't decided on that yet. 
Um, I'm also chairman of the boys section at Sutton United, so that keeps me quite busy. Uh, community liaison officer for the club, so I do outreach to local schools and communities to invite them along um, to come to the club and you know, you know, um, yeah. sort of be a part of the community. So, so I'm kept pretty busy with what I have on my plate at the moment. But I think my number one goal would probably be to grow six cells um, to um, to a comfortable level. Okay, available today in the UK, or you have clients in the UK mainly, or are you everywhere? Everywhere. everywhere. Okay. We're quite popular with execs in um, France, in Germany, in okay. Spain, because LinkedIn, the international language is English, um, yeah. and English isn't always the first language of people, and that can sometimes lead people to not want to put themselves out there because they're, they're trying to speak in a second language. Yeah. And by the way, um, most people in France can speak way better English than I can speak French. This That's not a criticism, but <laughs> when we work with international companies, um, quite often we find that the the people that are based in those other European countries where English isn't a first language, yeah. they really like to work with us because it gives us, we can listen to what they want to say and then we can turn that into, um, you know, um, sort of grammatical English for them. Okay. Good to know and happy to hear that French are not that bad in English as I thought, so that's good. <laughs> oh, very, very good. My French is terrible, so um, yeah. <laughs> but let's try one sentence or one word at least. We. Oui. <laughs> Perfect. It's well said and it's, it's grammatically correct, so no worries. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. The okay, and to, to finish, Mike, uh, a fun fact or an anecdote about you that uh, not a lot of people know. What, what can you share? Um, so probably linking football again yeah. uh, with my passion for Liverpool Football Club uh, and books um, and um, the kind of, I don't know whether it's a fun fact, it's, it's kind of a little bit macabre, I suppose, but I wrote a history book about the Hillsborough disaster, which was um, a football disaster that happened in 1989 um, at Sheffield Wednesday's Hillsborough ground, was hence it being called the Hillsborough disaster, okay. uh, where 96 people died. Um, it's now up to 97. Somebody um, a few years ago had their life support um, turned off, um, you know, all that all that time later. And so I, I, um, I wrote a book called The Hillsborough Disaster in their own words. I interviewed um, parents of um, people that had died, people that had been at the match. I um, interrogated police records and statements, and I tried to put it together into a narrative from, um, I think it started in 1981, um, eight years before the disaster, where there was a near miss for Tottenham Hotspur at the same ground. Okay. Um, and um, I take it all the way through to the end of the inquests. Um, uh, yeah, so so that's what a lot of people don't know about me, I would I would say. Okay, available on Amazon. We can find it everywhere. The book, yeah. Yes, yeah, okay. it's um, it's definitely available on Amazon and, and many other places as well. It's published by Amberley Publishing, so they would probably prefer if you bought it from them. But um, yeah, it's it's quick and easy on Amazon. Great, perfect. Thanks a lot, Mike. It was really lovely to hear more from you. So thanks, Mike. Thank you, Jeff. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. And thanks, listeners, and uh, we'll see you uh, next week for another episode of Your B-Side, so the podcast that will let us know more about our next guest. So thanks again, Mike. Have a great day. Thank you. You too.